hello and welcome to Interfilm Recommends, a regular podcast for film club leaders to explore exciting new titles with their clubs. My name is Michael and for today's primary theme podcast I'm joined by Joe. Hello. In which we'll be discussing the film The Eagle Huntress. So let's get straight into it. So The Eagle Huntress is a U certificate from the BBFC. Uh, we have it as 7 plus on the catalogue. And it's an inspiring documentary about a 13-year-old girl who seeks to defy tradition in her community. And here's a short clip with Daisy Ridley set in the scene. For over a thousand years, these tough nomads have used golden eagles to hunt for the food and fur they need to survive the incredibly harsh winters. And for countless generations, this precious skill has typically been handed down from father to son. But this relationship between man and bird is finite. Custom dictates that after seven years of loyal service, an eagle must be returned to the wild to continue the circle of life. So, first question, Joe. The cinematography is really uh, something special in this film. Yeah. Um, how do you think that helps to introduce viewers to a culture that's so different from their own? Uh, well, you're right. It is a very different culture to our own. Um, but to me, that's one of the great powers of film generally, um, how it introduces us and young people in particular to areas of the world that we know very little about and you know, in- illustrate other ways of life and perspectives but also highlight things that we all have in common and unite us all as humans. Um, In terms of the cinematography, it is incredibly spectacular. There's loads of sweeping shots of mountains and of eagle hunting itself, which is a discipline that's um, explored in the film. And it really captures the beauty of the world surrounding Isol Pan, who's the young woman who the film focuses on, and her family, um, as well as the challenges involved with eagle hunting itself. When you watch the film, it has a feel of an epic blockbuster. The camera work really captures that mood, but it was actually shot on a very low budget with just three people involved in the filming of it. Mm, Which you never know. Absolutely. And they used all sorts of tricks to kind of get around that and create this real cinematic feel. So, uh, for example, they had little GoPro cameras that were attached to her clothing to capture moments from her point of view. Uh, Other times there's, you know, Scenes where cameramen are placed very precariously on a mountain ledge in order to just get the right shot. But later on, they managed to get a bit more financial backing for the film and they were then able to utilise their own drone cameras and cranes, um, as well as an eagle cam, which um, was developed to capture, you know, literal bird's eye view shots, which Mm. is really wonderful. So, yeah, just really, you know, it captures really the passion and commitment and danger that's involved with often making a film like this, but always to make an immersive experience as possible for the audience and it's all done ultimately to help us understand Isolpan and her way of life. Um, throughout the film she has to undergo various challenges mm. um, as to her family actually so can you describe the the sort of challenges she faces throughout the film? Yeah so, so living where they do in, an, in a very isolated mountain community can often be extremely difficult particularly as the seasons change often quite dramatically um, Isolpan and her family um, actually move twice a year from a relatively nomadic dwelling on the mountainside where they are during the spring and the autumn 
uh, spin in the summer, I should say, uh, to a home constructed from wood and clay in the autumn and the winter. And the purpose of eagle hunting itself is really explored in the film. It's not just used as a sport or as an activity. It's it's a vital means for them to help find food, such mm-hmm. as rabbits and foxes, which they use for fur in winter. And then, of course, another big theme of the film is the gender prejudice that Isopan is um, subjected to. Yeah. Eagle hunting is traditionally a male discipline um, amongst the community there and has been for a long time. And although she has her supporters and proves herself to be you know, at least the equal of any man who engages in eagle hunting, we see a lot of footage in the film of older men in the tribe talking very disparagingly about her and um, claiming that she, as a girl or a young woman, shouldn't be taking part in such activities. I think it's important to say that um, this is a youth certificate film, and as I, as you mentioned, we have done it for audiences of 7+. plus. Um, teachers should bear in mind that obviously it does deal with hunting and issues like this, issues that are contextualised very carefully throughout the film, and we do not see any gory detail or anything that is likely to upset young people, but it is worth noting that there is you know, a couple of scenes of implied animal death and things like this which might be worth flagging up to young people just before you watch it and maybe even trying to watch it yourselves just beforehand just to be absolutely certain you're you're confident in showing this film to young audiences and what do you think young audiences will get out of the film what sort of themes and issues does it explore uh, it's a really inspirational film, I think, particularly for young girls and for young women um, and people who are perhaps you know, experiencing documentary film for the first time. It's a really fantastic introduction to that. Mm. Um, the practice of eagle hunting is not something that we're ever likely to directly experience ourselves. But ultimately, the film, to me, is not about that. It's about demonstrating to young audiences that they can do anything they want to and they should not allow the prejudice of others to stand in their way or be put off by the fact that something hasn't been done before. Um, and there's lots of other wide themes addressed in the film too. You know, it takes in issues around family, uh, gender, as I've touched upon, rural life, um, nomadic existence, community. It's a really rich film, I think, that can be taken in lots of different directions with young audiences. Yeah, I think the um, the middle section of the film is is like a sports film almost. Yes, um, And absolutely. even that competitive sort of thrilling element will, will play well with young audiences. Yes, um, and there's a real tension to those sequences as well. It really plays out you know, in a very dramatic fashion. So moving on, um, mm. after The Eagle Huntress, yeah. uh, what other documentaries and feature films would viewers of this age enjoy, do you think? Well, there's a real trend in film at the moment for stories about inspirational young women, which is really brilliant. Um, if you look at recent documentaries like He Named Me Malala, mm-hmm. which is about Malala Yousafzai, or Sunita, which is about a young female Iranian rapper, these are two fantastic examples of this. Or if you look into feature film, you have films like Whale Rider, which has always been one of the most popular films with us. Um, there's an Iranian film called Offside, which deals with similar issues. Uh, Wadster, which is the first film made by a female Saudi Arabian director, and also Disney's Queen of Catway. All of these stories tell kind of international, diverse tales of inspirational young women in the modern world. I'd also throw in a film like Hidden Figures, which has that rousing message about having the confidence to believe that you can do or be anything you want to be. So that's everything on the Eagle Hunters for today. Thank you for listening, and do check out all of our previous podcast episodes on SoundCloud all of which are accompanied by show notes, 
link into resources, including guides, lists, blogs, and video content. That's right. And the Eagle Hunters can be ordered for your film club today from the Interfilm website. If you're also interested in secondary content, we have a new podcast available featuring The Edge of Seventeen and The Monster Tours. But meantime, we'll be back with a new episode in a few weeks, so tune in then.